Welcome back to Asinine Radio, a weekly podcast where we talk about music and, well, that's pretty much it. So, uh, let's go! so gross this is asinine radio this is the weekly music podcast this is the greatest podcast you all ever listening listen to in your entire life because we this is the one where we rank all of the albums by whatever band we're doing for the week and this week we're doing alkaline trio so we're going to rank all nine of their records from worst to best uh my name is tyler way out there hundreds of miles away way out there in the ether it's jeff go to it or go to apple Podcasts. go to podcast addict go anywhere where you can rate review and subscribe to us on because that means everything please go do that you don't have to just go to itunes just just do it just do it um we're also on social media pretty much everywhere twitter instagram facebook as at asinine radio get into that because Mm. we're the best and you know we're modest so um before we before we actually rank all the alkaline trio records we're going to do what we call the six degrees of Tom DeLonge. If you don't know what that is, that is uh, like the six degrees of Kevin Bacon. So look it up if you're still confused. So we're going to relate Alkaline Trio to Tom DeLonge um, in some of the more roundabout ways, I'm sure, because this is probably the easiest one of all time. So <laughs> how many <laughs> how many do you have, Jeff? Because I only have one because it's just I just did one. Silly. I did one too because I thought the same thing. I was like, I'm just gonna no, this is dumb. But I I did, I, I did go a little silly with this one, as silly as I could, yeah. I guess. Yeah. So okay. So do you want to go first then? Sure. Okay. What do you got? Um, Mike Filumli, drummer. Um, he mm-hmm. is in the Smoking Popes with Josh Caterer. Josh is the okay. singer. Uh, Josh gave vocals to a, a Bayside acoustic EP, which I didn't even know and. But I have the the vinyls, and I noticed his mm-hmm. name on there, and that's how I even knew. But Bayside singer is Anthony Ranieri. Um, Anthony recorded a track one time, mm-hmm. supposedly at, at the just house. Just one time. Yeah, like just one track, one time at the house of Chris Kirkpatrick. Oh, okay. This is really round. Don't even don't even know how that happened, and and there's some stories that it didn't even happen, and and but you know they both say it did, but whatever. Chris Kirkpatrick. Get his ass kicked. Chris Kirkpatrick was in the video for Lifestyles of the Rich and the Famous. Was he? Which, yeah. Oh, okay. Right. Which uh, Josh Freeze played drums on that album. Oh, okay. Um, you want the Josh and then from Freeze. Josh Freeze, we can eventually get to Tom. Yeah. Easy. Okay, cool, cool. So you went, you, you decided to go the drummer route, starting with the drummer of Alkaline Trio at the time. Uh, I decided to go with the bass player of Alkaline Trio, uh, Dan Andriano. He, uh, outside of Alkaline Trio, he's in a, a super group, I guess you could say, uh, called The Damned Things with Joe Troman from Fallout Boy. Uh, Joe is also, you know, in, a ba- in that band with Pete Wentz. Pete Wentz did that song for the Alice in Wonderland soundtrack with Mark Hoppus called In Transit. Great fucking oh. song. And then Mark to Tom. That was, that's all I got. And then obviously the easiest one is Matt Skiba plays in Blink-182. And so did Tom at one point in time. So, 
yeah, that's all I got. It was kind of a boring one for uh, for uh, the six degrees, it but was, I did like your I did like yours. I like the Chris Kirkpatrick, Kirkpatrick one. <laughs> that was that was a nice little uh, little uh, I guess came out of left field. But I didn't was, had no uh, idea he was. Oh no, he was. He was in the courtroom, huh? Yeah, that's what it was. Yes, he was in the courtroom. Yeah, I'm trying to remember. There's a lot of people in that video. Are there? Um, I can't remember who else was in it. From what I remember, I think there's a lot of there's more famous people than you think there are in that video. Damn, we should do that record. I'm I'm gonna put that on my list. I'm gonna put that on my list to do uh, sometime I in forgot, the future. I forgot about the damn things though. Remember their album came out like when we were as, as, since we've been doing the pod, I like the past so. couple of years because they I think they have two may I think one or two albums, but one of them came out in the past like two or three years. You know, and, I think you're right. I think I I think I remember us talking about it because it was the guy from Fall Out Boy. But it's 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 had Scott Ian. Remember Scott Ian's like the old guy hanging oh, out yeah, with all these younger Anthrax. guys. Yeah, and then we right. thought that was like weird. <laughs> that is very strange, very strange. <laughs> Just, but then you find out like the guy from Fall Out Boy like is a shredder himself and is more into yeah. metal music than shitty Fall Out Boy. So okay, so then let's uh, let's just get into the rankings. So like I said, we have there are nine Alkaline Trio records. We're gonna do the worst to the best. So let's start with you, Jeff, and then also our our BB, our biggest banger from each of them. So what what do you think one. is the worst? Yeah, if we have one. So what is their worst record for you? All right, their worst record, the only record that I think is actually bad. Okay. Everything else is at least it's like ah eh, okay whatever it's, that's all right, but mm-hmm. this one I think is bad. Um, my shame is true. Their eighth album, two thousand thirteen. Okay. This this was this was tough. This was very tough to even get through. Why? There should be there should be a category called like ballad punk or or ballad <laughs> wannabe punk because that's what this shit is. This is this is nothing but ballad after ballad after ballad and it's fucking whack. And I it's I whack. hated this. <laughs> I fucking hated this so much. I actually have a least favorite song. Okay. All right. What is it? I don't even have a banger. I have a fucking <laughs> bottom banger. But it's a song until death do us part. Ugh. I don't this even is, I don't remember that one right now. This is the only song in the entire discography that I skipped. <laughs> I didn't even, <laughs> I didn't even finish it. Wow, oh. that's really bad. Okay. It was dude, it was just cheese, man. It was just cheesy and just awful ballad shit. This album was was atrocious. I was <laughs> I was very surprised at how bad this was. So would you rate it a, a sub one out of our three point rating system? Yes. Wow, that bad, huh? Yeah, this may be even like a zero because no way. Come on, there's no there's no reason to ever listen to this. There was not there was no redeeming qualities on this whatsoever. You All don't right. need to listen to this to get any kind of feel for what Alkaline Trio has done or is. I don't this think bad. I don't think anything was that bad in this listen through. That's a little that's this a was. little out of control. You're getting this out of control. Was. I'm not. You're wild. I only speak the truth. Forget about game. I speak the truth. <laughs> so then, um, so then, my number nine is maybe I'll catch fire. Their second record. Uh, this one was just a weird transition record for them. They they couldn't really, they couldn't decide what they wanted to do if they wanted to stick with like the crazy kind of raw, you know, all over the place sound or do a more 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 of a melodic thing. It was just a weird a weird combination of stuff, and it was all right. I mean, it, I, I would never go back to this record. I don't have a banger off of this one. It's pretty forgettable. Uh, so yeah, just I I don't I just didn't really care for it. Never listen to it again. So yeah, maybe I'll catch fire crazy. their second record. Yeah, just don't get it. That's fucking crazy. You think my shame is true? It's better <laughs> than that. 
That is, hey, that's the way she goes. It's the way it, see, it's all those all those corn ballads have mushed up your brain, <laughs> mushed it all up. Corn ballads, you fucking idiot. All, all those right. KBs. <laughs> what do you got for number eight then? Uh, number eight. This now we're now we're into a, a minimum one. Okay. But, right. uh Good morning. There or good morning, like you know, M O U R, because that's super emo and cool. It's edgy. Yeah. <laughs> this is their fourth album from O three. This is uh, this is boring. Like I I couldn't get I couldn't really get into any of it. It was dry. There were a lot of harms throughout. So like Skeebs didn't really scream mm-hmm. or get to have like his vocals in the singular too much. Yeah. It was never just like because Skeebs can do some really really cool stuff. He's not like a great singer, but he does have some iconic things that he does. And True. None of them were used on this album, and it wasn't like bad or nothing. It was just kind of boring. I don't have a banger for this one though. <laughs> Another one? Huh? Do you have a stinker though? No. Okay. No. <laughs> that was just that was just that one. I hated that album so much. All right. All right. Um, okay. So my number eight is this one surprised me because I haven't listened to it in a, in a couple years. And I thought I would like it more. I really thought I'd like it more because it has my my third favorite Alkaline Trio song on it, and uh, and it's is this thing cursed? Their newest record, their ninth record, came out in twenty seventeen or twenty eighteen. I can't remember now, but yeah, this one um, it's very lackluster. I was pretty pretty disappointed by this one. I I don't know what I was. I don't know why I thought I would like it more. Just because the the song Blackbird is my favorite song on this record. I think the melody in that is probably one of the best things that Skiba has ever done, whether it be in trio or blink, the best thing he's done is that, is that, that melody in that chorus of that song. It's, it's fantastic, but the album is just lackluster as fuck. It's just, it's so forgettable. It's so forgettable. But so this is for me, this is like probably like a 1.25 on our three point rating system. So yeah, that's my number eight. So what do you got for number seven? Number seven is Agony and Irony. I can't believe you fucking think Shame is True is your number one album. Like, what is... Are you like a balladman now? Is that what you like? No, I'm is not a balladman. I'm not a balladman. Sure? I'm positive I'm I, not a balladman. No, no, no. I'm positive that you don't think that you are, but you may be. <laughs> so Agony and Irony is my number seven. This is their sixth album. This is, this is way more pop punk than I expected it to be, mm-hmm. but it clashed with their usual sound. Like they didn't okay. really choose a side. They tried to do both. They tried to have their cake and eat it, and it just didn't work too well. It just didn't mesh. It was just like a very mediocre attempt at it. And I, I did read. I thought this was interesting that the name of this album was was inspired by the Flagpole Sitta, the song by Harvey Danger. Oh, was it really? Yeah, when he goes agony and irony, it's killing me. Woo! <laughs> it seems like a weird reference. That for alkaline trio it seems too much fun like too much fun for them yeah that's surprising but that that actually made me like want to go back and listen to some more harvey danger because i wonder because it's been a long time since i listened to that record but i wonder if there's more to it now that i have my grown-up ears on yeah but it was never good just was never good it was never a good record it's been a long it's been many years since i listened but it's it's been like a decade since we've listened to it true true but i can't imagine it being better now Pretty Maybe abysmal. some of the other music is good. I don't know. I mean, it might be. I don't know. I I don't know. But Maybe I also don't have do a favorite on this one. You don't have a favorite? Jesus Christ! Do you not? We're still in the ones. This this is a one. Still in the ones. Oh my god. Yeah. Okay. Well, we're gonna start climbing though. Don't worry. We'll climb. Okay. I I mean I hope so for your sake. 
Um, yeah, otherwise, it's going to be pretty brutal. <laughs> <laughs> so my number seven is This Addiction, their seventh record. Dude, what in the fuck is going on here? <laughs> You're a balladman. No, I'm not a balladman at You're all. You're a fucking balladman. No, I'm not. I'm not. So th- this one, this album starts off really strong. I was really stoked with this. I, I was like, okay, this this might be like close to the top. And then about halfway through, I just kind of forgot what I was doing, what I was listening to. Like it just, it dropped off fast. And because of that, I just I have to rank it so low. It It's weird how, how strong it started and how quickly it fell. Because it just, just couldn't do it. I just could not do it. I Like you could do a lot better listening to Agony and Irony. Like you can really... I don't know. It's just this is not a good record. It was really wasn't that good. Um, but my my favorite song is the title track um, because it's the opener, and this is what really caught me. It was fast. It was catchy. It was exciting. I really enjoyed it, and I was so stoked, but then so disappointed by the end. So that yeah, that's my number seven. Is this addiction? It's so boring. So this is like a, still I'm still at like one point two five. Your fucking nickname from now on is Tyler the Balladman. That's what you like. You shall be like Robin of Loxley. Tyler the Balladman. That's what your fucking name is now. Unbelievable. Number six is Crimson. Okay, and Clover. So I've 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 really I've really only listened to like three Alkaline Trio albums ever, mm-hmm. and then their newest one. I guess four kind of. But I remember in high school listening to three. So this was the last one that I really listened to. Okay. But um this is this is whatever's this is what this is what I thought it was gonna sound like. It's it's this is like nothing going on. This mm-hmm. is just like everything before it and it's just it, it I, I lose interest so fast. Much like you lost interest in, in this addiction, which makes no sense. But this I just lose <laughs> I lose my interest so fast with this band. This band is so boring. Uh that's great. But <laughs> But my favorite song, uh, "Mercy Me." This is just this is such no, a, a killer song. That's it's a fucking banger, and this should be in like everybody's top three Alkaline Trio favorite song. It's, no. just, it's a fucking perfect song. I know it's popular, so like you probably can't like it that much. But I get I it. Love, I, I think it's it. a great song. I think it's a great. But it's song. a little, but it's a little too popular for you. So I get it. I get it. But this is a banger song. It's kind of an outlier on this album. It's more structured. It's more melody focused. But mm-hmm. damn, dude, the harms are top notch, and this is the banger of a song. I agree with you on that, man. I totally agree with you. But I can't believe that is this thing cursed is so high for you. I that that's that's insane. This is cursed. That, that is cursed. cursed. <laughs> I was listening to this that record. That's all I was thinking about was that was that <laughs> stupid accent. <clears throat> so number six for me is uh, Good Morning. Good Morning, dude. You're a fucking you're Tyler the Balladman. That is their, your their fucking name. Their fourth record. Their fourth record. Uh, this. Uh, this just has a like a lot of good melodic parts like infirmary from here to the infirmary and it's just it's a great progression from that. It was just it was it was it wasn't nearly as good as infirmary but it could have been like the B-sides to it and it like a legit B-sides record. And I mean that in a positive way. And I I I really enjoyed this one. This is like this is probably like a 1. It's like a 2. This is like where where the 2 start. Yeah, this is like where the 2 start. Because I, I, I can see myself that. going back to this one. So, yeah, good morning. And then uh, my favorite song is We've Had Enough. I can't really tell who sings on this song. I don't know if it's Dan or Skiba. Because it kind of sounds like Skiba, but, like, in a very rough way. Like, he's tried, like he's straining his voice. But it's, it's, a, it's a fast and it's a pretty fast and heavy song. And those drum fills, some solid drum fills in this one. It's good stuff. 
just like Infirmary, a lot of good drum fills. So, uh, yeah, that's my number six. Good morning. What do you got for number five? Uh, is or this is this thing cursed? Is this this thing is cursed? That cursed. is cursed. That is my number five. <laughs> okay, this Why is that? uh, it's not bad. It's okay. just another eh, output with some with some pretty good songs. Some PGSs in there, but for the most part, it's just whatever. Mm-hmm. But I think like there are like three bangers on this album. Blackbird? You mentioned one. You that's that's a banger. And then also the song "Little Help," like that's a fucking banger. Instantly catchy, fast. It's fun. Okay. So, but like overall, it's what I'm still I'm st- I'm not an enthusiast yet by any means. Not even close. Would you say Blackbird is a top five trio song? No. Really? Oh, nah. Man. Oh man. No. See, I didn't, I didn't even like rank these songs, but no, it's not. It's not a top five song. No. Okay. Uh, you know what I was thinking with this album? I was thinking that because this was this was after Skiba had had joined Blink, so I thought it was going to be more of a pop thing. But then everybody, when this album came out, everybody was saying, "Oh, this is like a return to form. This is like what everybody loves about Alkaline Trio from like Infirmary." And so that's kind of how my that was my mindset going into it. And I was just it was neither one of those things. It wasn't like a Feldy production, but it also wasn't a an Infirmary sound. I just I didn't. I, I didn't I don't understand why people were saying that. I don't get I it. Maybe if, lyrically, but I don't know. I wonder if, if um if Skeebs like secretly thinks Feldy's a total cuck and fucking hates him. Oh dude, he has to. Come on. How can I could, you not? I could, yeah, because I could totally see it. How can you not <laughs> think he is? Like dude, he's so he's so embarrassing to watch on Instagram. But especially like Skeeva. Like Skeeva is oh, just like he's, he's so like counterculture so, of that genre exactly and he's very serious and i just yeah he there's no way he thinks highly of john <laughs> feldman as much as he says he does i i just i don't believe it for a second I because feldman is way too embarrassing there's just no way he's i just i don't know but i can't stop following him on on the socials because he's you that to hate uh, he's just that embarrassing like i, I can't turn away i cannot he's turn like, away like you love to hate him. He's like Darth Vader. Like you love to hate Darth Vader. I know. I know. It's it's I'm so conflicted. I don't know what to do. I'm like <laughs> Luke. I'm like Luke. I'm I just I'm conflicted. But um anyway, what do you uh wait, so that was your 5, right? Yeah, that was my 5. Okay. So my 5 is God damn it, their first record. Uh I was I really I really dug this one. This one this one was very raw. It was very all over the place. And it was exciting. I, I really liked how like exciting. You're a fucking piece of shit ballad, man, is what you are. I don't understand. This is a joke. Are you joking me right now? No, I'm not. Oh uh, my god. But no, goddamn it was. Uh, it, it was a lot of fun. I, I had a I had a blast listening to it. I, I liked how they didn't really know what they were doing. It sounded like, and it just sounded so like pure and just so fun. I, I it was good. And my favorite song is "My Little Needle." It's just a great pop rock song it has a lot of good parts in it the the pop rock melodies were solid but it's still it still has that messiness that the rest of the record has it it's great i think this is this is a great record so god damn it that that's that's also so like i said everything else from here on out is is a two at least a two so so yeah what do you got for your number four okay number four is maybe i'll catch fire their second album okay I don't know you why. Know, That's off, silly. That's silly boy talk, but okay. I am, dude, like you are just breaking all expectations. Like, I don't even <laughs> understand what's going on with you. I don't even know why you even think this band is good. This is, this is so far from your cup of tea. I just, I'm fucking blown away. 
mm-hmm. the fact that you think my shame is true, like if that cup of tea that that is alkaline trio is so far away from me, my shame is true is would generally would be like a mile off of that. <laughs> so I don't I I have no idea what's going on anymore. I don't even know if this is real life anymore. <laughs> so maybe I'll catch fire. This is their second album. Coming off the first album, I had pretty high hopes for this mm-hmm. because I know what it, From Here to Infirmary sounds like, but I did know this was going to be a transitional album, and it was just like a second-rate goddammit. And that's, yeah, definitely. that's fine, I guess. The popular songs were overdone in the edge like they had was sort of muddled here. Mm-hmm. A lot of the sounds here reminding me so much of the Get Up Kids, and okay. this this band, and some of the stuff the Get Up Kids have done. I mean, they weren't very far apart either, because I like Chicago and then Kansas City. I mean, you're one state apart, but that's a smaller state, and so like them blowing up kind of at the same time made sense for each band to take stuff from each other. Yeah, and but damn, dude, like I heard a lot of Get Up Kids in this album, which was cool, and I liked it. Like like some of the way Skeets plays the cleaner guitar parts and the distortion tone itself sounds mm-hmm. like it. it sounds like the Get Up Kids, but I didn't think it was like a bad album. So I'm probably I'm all, I'm probably like a one point nine right now. Oh damn, that's higher than yeah. that's honestly higher than I thought you were gonna put anything. Truly, I, I I thought you were just gonna hate it all. And then the way you were you were talking about it a couple of days ago, I just thought, dude, he's gonna he's gonna rank Infirmary like a 1.5 and this is going to be a nightmare, but no, it's, it's worked out. It's worked out. So I, far. I like a lot of stupid emo stuff, but like I felt alkaline trio has been overrated since I first heard from here to infirmary, like freshman year or whatever. Okay. I think, I think it was freshman year. Mm-hmm. Like I've thought alkaline trio are overrated since then. And I still do 100%. Oh, I, I agree. Whatever. I think, I think they're overrated. I totally agree with you. Um, Keep them coming, keep them coming. From maybe I'll catch fire. I think this had a good melody and was it was fast, but it had like the slow vocals kind of over it. It was, it was a good it was a good contrast. I liked it. Mm-hmm. That's my that's my banger. Okay. All right, then uh, my number four is. You ready for this one? God, you, oh my God. I don't know what is it. <laughs> Agony and irony, dude. Are you? They're you're record. a fucking balladman. How they're, are you serious? Their sixth record. Uh, <laughs> How is this possible? So your top three is from Hidden Infirmary. My so, shame is true. Oh my god! Yeah. So this, I was surprised Crimson. at their pop punk stuff. This, I mean, this this record is it's more pop punk than some of their other stuff. I was surprised, and I was surprised I liked it. I was, I enjoyed myself. I really kind of enjoyed myself on this record. There were a couple low points, but overall, I I enjoyed it and. I, I hate saying this because of everything that's been happening on this episode, but my favorite song is Do You Want to Know? And I even put the song is kind of a ballad for them, but that chorus is super See? catchy. You're a fucking ballad. Only for this band. It must be only it's for fine. this band. It must it be only be. for this ba- band. It has to be. <laughs> so you saying that, like at the beginning, I was just like, fuck, dude. I already know in my notes. <laughs> I knew in my notes that, that I had put ballad like probably three times in the notes. Like oh dude, this is a nightmare already. So, so yeah, that that's my that's my favorite song off of uh, Agony and Irony, and that's my number four. So, good stuff, good great album. Still a two, still a two. 
you know, like there's always like a band or two that we'll bring to each other, and it's like, wow, you like this? And <laughs> yeah, it just seems true. so out of character. This is 100% like that band for you. Mm-hmm. And then now I'm even more blown away by your rankings. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think, I thought we would be pretty, pretty on pretty much the same considering you love pop punk. And I thought I, so too. But yeah, this is, this is very surprising to me. Very surprising. So what do you got for your number three? Uh, album of the week from here to infirmary. Really? That sucks. That's stupid. <laughs> well, <you know>. Okay, <laughs> I guess it's my turn to talk because yeah, we're not talking about infirmary uh-huh. yet. So uh, my, I was about to take a big gulp of beer, but uh, my number three is uh, Crimson and Clover. Oh my god, their fifth record. So my shame is true is your second favorite Alkaline Trio album because I mean, you are a fucking be. cuck balladman. It might be. I don't know. I hope it is. I, I oh, dude, I'm, my head will like literally explode if it's your number one album. Oh you got god. Okay, so so yeah, my number three is Crimson. Uh, this one I really caught me off guard. I never listened to this record before, except for like Mercy Me. I think that was the only song. And uh, and this one, this was a huge departure for the for their sound. I feel, and I I heard so much Green Day, especially in the vocal melodies. A ton of Green Day. Even some of the musical parts were just very kind of that, that kind of dun 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 dun. Kind of the you know how Green Day does that that, that yeah. kind of like trotting thing. I don't even know how to what it is or waltz oh, yeah. maybe I don't know. Yeah. So I, I got a lot of that on this record, um, and I even heard some like '90s alt rock, like like a little bit of Smashing Pumpkins, a little bit of like I don't even know what other like just like kind of generic alt rock. But for whatever reason, it worked really well with Skiba's vocals, and I really enjoyed it. I thought this was a this was a solid solid record, um, and my my favorite song was uh, "Fall Victim." His kind of his voice was just very kind of passionate, but very melancholy. I don't know. It, it, it's hard to explain because he has that 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 weird crooning sound in his voice, and it just worked so well on this record, and the chorus is catchy. I just it was it's a it's a great song and I thought this is a fantastic record, really good, but still no, still you know two out of three for me. So that's my number three. What do you got? What do you got for your number two? Uh, number two, yeah. So we're definitely in the twos, and I will say that the jump from maybe I'll catch fire from here to infirmary isn't just like one point nine to a two. Like from here from here to infirmary will be more than a two. Okay. Um, this addiction is my number two. They're they're seventh, <laughs> the one that fucking you fucking hated. <laughs> I know. Dude, I I was blown away by this because really? I had listened to a lot of shit before. Agony Irony was right before this. Trash, awful album. <laughs> and and do you know what was after, after it? <laughs> <laughs> oh god, I just don't. I don't understand like your brain today. Uh, it's all pooed up. Your brain is all gunked up with poo. Um, okay. But like after hearing a lot of meh, this one blended everything together perfectly. The vocals were the iconic croon that we love. And mm-hmm. even when Dan sings, which I, 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 I assume it's him because it sounds like him. And I, I don't know. It doesn't sound like Dan. It just doesn't sound like Skeebs. So mm-hmm. that's why I think it's Dan singing some parts. Um, even when he sings it, they, they tailor the songs to even him. It's, it's not just like the same songs over and over. But let's just switch Dan and, and Skeebs on vocals. Like they're tailoring songs to each of their strong points. Yeah. I think they did it really, really well here. The punk element is there, but it's more it's more subtle and buried. 
and they really mesh the pop punk with the darker themes of like personal relationships and how they affect like each member personally. And I thought everything was damn good. I thought this was so damn good that I listened to it twice and then I listened <laughs> to the acoustic tracks three times. Holy shit. <laughs> because I think the acoustic tracks were all bangers. All of them. Every single huh. one. There's like four or five. Okay. Like, do the title track, This Addiction, Acoustic, Boss. And then the song Dine, Dine, My Darling. You like, like that one? Oh, dude, that one was rough. Dude, just like, just, oh, just not. The, the oh. knot itself is, I think, is really funny and really cool and really cheesy, it but in so the alkaline cheesy. trio way. But yeah. Boss. Boss Nass. Boss Nass. Okay. I, yeah, I don't I, get it, but okay. If I saw my top one and two, you know my top one, but if I saw my top one and two on the vinyls, I'd buy them. From here to infirmary, I'm a little hesitant not still. I probably will. Record store day, come on. Yeah, Ooh. that's the only reason why that's the only reason why I would, just because I know I can probably get it on a cool variant. But like for sure, the first two I'd pay twenty five, maybe even thirty for a really good copy. It's crazy. I can't I this addiction is your number two. That is so stupid, man. <laughs> like what the fuck dude that definitely belongs yeah. to number seven yeah my ranking is stupid yeah <laughs> go ahead it's true put so, your fucking ballad so my up here. my uh, my number two is my shame is true their eighth record i was i was kind of blown away by this this was um i had a blast listening to it i felt like this this was the record that best blended the their like old emo sound with pop punk like this this had it all this was this was a really good record. And then they even threw a little bit of electronic stuff in there, like some little bit of soundscapes and a little bit of synths on some of the songs. And it was just subtle enough to be like a great touch to some of the songs. And and just it was so catchy. I couldn't believe how catchy it was. To do it this late into their into their career and just kill it like this, I was cuz I was kind of like going through the records and I'm like, "Okay, I'm kind of I'm kind of over it." Like I I just need to. I just need to get through it. And this, like, really, this this one really like brought me back. And I'm like, okay, this is this is this is really good. Like, I'm stoked for is this thing cursed? Because I thought it was going to be an extension of this or even better. So maybe that was some of my disappointment too with that rec- with the last record because I wanted I was expecting more of this record. My shame is true. But uh, my favorite song is I want to be a Warhol. It's just it, it's straight up catchy, just fucking catchy. It's it's great, man. It's a great record. Okay, I was I was so surprised. I don't really hear the ballad stuff like you. Like on this one, there there are some ballad c- kind of moments, but it's nothing like the other record, the the really ballad one that I was talking about earlier. This that album like is a ballad. They like from front to back, it is a ballad. Yeah. Everything is slowed down to the ballad point, and you know, Alkaline Trio doesn't do that. Aside from a few songs here or there, generally speaking, I mean, more than generally speaking, they're they're a faster band and they play fast all the time. So mm-hmm. when they slow it down, they don't, they just don't know what they're doing when they slow down music. <laughs> well, I mean, first of all, the band doesn't have a ton of depth musically. So yeah, that's true. You know, so they, I mean, you got to give them some, some sort of benefit of the doubt, I guess. No, but, uh, but yeah, oh, shit. Uh, yeah, you should, because you, your rankings are fucking stupid. But, uh, so what do you got for your number one then? God damn it. Number one, their first album, their debut, late 90s, baby. This was unbelievable. I've never heard this before. I only started later on from Here to Infirmary. 
that was the first album that I heard by them. Mm-hmm. And then when Crimson came out, we were like graduating high school. So yeah. that's why I remember that one. And I liked that one in high school because it was around the time we were graduating. So like I was getting excited for graduation and then subsequent listens during the summer of that same year, I started thinking like, wow, this band is not that good. And that's when I broke <laughs> off. But God damn it. I never heard before. And this was, this was fucking nuts, man. This was crazy. It was, I'm surprised that you don't like this one that, that higher. It wasn't ranked higher for you. This is, this is like fast punk. This is the most punk they've ever, I know. They've ever done. I know. Like this is, I enjoyed it. This is, I liked it. This is serious pop punkage. And in order to be like truly pop punk, like you've got to have the punk in there. And yeah. this 100% did. And there's even some banger acoustic stuffs. Well, the Dan one is not a banger. The Skiba one's really good. The one at the end, the, I think it's the last song, right? The Skiba acoustic? Yeah. But the, the Dan one, I think it's like the fourth song. That one was, dude, that was terrible. No, it was it was dude, good. Just, it wasn't the best on the album, but I'm not a Danman. It was, it was good. I'm not a Danman, really. Yeah, no, That's the way yeah. she goes. Oh, all right, this was <clears throat> no, this album was amazing. This was unbelievable. This is like, this is pretty. This is pretty up there. I don't know. You would get this on vinyl? Yeah, absolutely, one hundred percent for sure. For sure, for sure. For sure. I hate I hate saying one hundred percent now because Sloan always says one hundred percent. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. I love this album. One hundred percent. Does he really say that? I've never noticed. It. Yeah. So now, now, now oh, I, God. I catch myself saying it. Fucking, I feel like a complete dullard. I I can't say that now. Yeah. Knowing that Sloan says, I can't. I can't use. I can't do that. I know. Right. You Fuck. Can't, it ruins it. I mean, I didn't use it that often, but I, now I can't. Now it's dead. It's a dead. Now, you, now, now you're gonna use it more. I know, and, and then, then gonna, when you say it, you're gonna feel so stupid. Oh, I'm gonna feel like an idiot. <laughs> Damn it! But anyway, goddamn, it's number one. My favorite song is "Clavicle." Love the way it says "Clavicle." Kiss yeah, that's me. a good Clavicle. That's a pop punk. Man, dude, at least the way like, you say God it. damn it! God damn it was so good. Yeah, it's it a great. It's a great record. It is a really great record. This is this is above two point five. Really? Easy. No. Easy. Ah, dude. Easy. No way, dude. You're out I, of I will your mind. S- yeah, yeah, absolutely. Above two point five for sure. This, this is the best thing they've ever done. Okay, you surprised me. You surprised me because I, I really thought you were gonna hate it all. So I just, I don't even know. I, I've no, I, I don't know what else to say about it. This is stupid. Uh, you, you surprised me. I, I don't even know why the <laughs> fuck you even like this band to begin with. This is like not your cup of tea whatsoever. I don't understand why we're even fucking. Uh. I don't even know why we're here. Uh, we're here because of the pod, obviously. We do it We do but, it for our this? fans. We do it for our fan. Come on. We shouldn't have any fans that really love Alkaline Trio. <laughs> <laughs> half, half of our fans just get up and leave. I know, probably. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get more into that, though, because I, I do want to talk about like the, the how important some people view this band, because it's, uh, it's interesting. So, um, so, yeah, my my number one was From Here to the Infirmary, obviously, so... Not going to talk about that just yet. Uh, so stay tuned for the main episode because we're getting into, like I said, from here to the infirmary from Alkaline Trio. Thank you for listening. Go to any podcast app, rate, review, and subscribe to us on there because that's that would be great. That'd be awesome. Just go do it. And uh, social media everywhere, at Asinine Radio. And that's it. That's all. Do it. Goodbye, folks.